Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hello, my name is Daniel Greenfield. My wife and I work with Adventist Frontier Missions in Cambodia. We're working on the Penang Project. We've been there for the past seven years, and I just wanted to share a few stories with you that have taken place over the past couple of years. Uh, the first one is entitled CAC. CAC is a unique lady. They were the first people that we met when we went to Mundulkiri province to start on the Penang project. Uh, when Braden and Johanna Pewitt were there, we went up to their house for Christmas and we got to meet CAC and her husband, Champri. And so they're a family that we've known for a long time and they've been very near and dear to our hearts. And I just wanted to share a couple of stories with you. This story is entitled CAC. I want my husband to believe in God like I do. Before, he never wanted to come to church. When I was at Jill's wedding, I asked her mother what I should do about him. She told me to pray for him. So, since then, I have been praying for him. CAC has been a part of the Penang Project for many years now, helping the Pewits put together Bible story books, and more recently, helping us with language learning. Last week, after a Bible study, Kak caught me up on what God has been doing in her life. She told me about Champri, her husband, and her desire that he follow Chief God, too. A while ago, Champri took a trip to visit his family. When he returned, he told Kak that he had decided to follow Chief God. Kak was thrilled. Champri asked a nephew to watch his cows so he could attend church with Kak for the first time. As Kak told me the story, I could see that her heart was overflowing. Her smile radiated. Before, I was not so happy. But now, following Chief God, I am happier than I have ever been. When we had left for Phnom Penh, Kak had been a little bit sick. When I called her later from Phnom Penh to see how she was doing, she told me she had gotten worse. She had gone to a doctor who gave her a vague diagnosis and some medicine. As she left the hospital, she met Sabai, the Khmer church planter. He offered to pray for her. The next morning, she woke up completely well. She had not yet even begun taking the medicine the doctor had given her. She praised God for taking care of her. I am amazed at how God continues to work in Kak's life. It gives me comfort to know that while we will be gone for four months on furlough, God is going to continue working here among the Penang. God did such mighty things in Kak's life in those two weeks. What is he going to do in the next four months? Please continue to pray for Kak and Champri and their growing faith in Christ. Daniel's second story takes place two years later, and it's very difficult for him. Very personal. Uh, this is something that is, is very real in our lives, and it's, it's, it's hard. He calls this story Falling Away. In our last article, we shared about the opening of our new grade school. 
This has been a big leap forward for the work here. Satan has been fighting back and working overtime to thwart other areas of our ministry. Sadly, CAC has come under his fire recently. I have heard it said that the first people who come into the church are usually the ones most likely to fall away. We have prayed this wouldn't be the case with CAC. However, at this point, CAC has chosen to stop coming to church and to return to spirit worship. It all started a few months ago when her daughter Gam, now 17, wanted to attend an Adventist school in a neighboring province. She had struggled to make this decision, so we all rejoiced with her when she finally made up her mind. Gam went down and passed her entrance exam for 10th grade. After the exams, there was a week and a half break before school started, so she came back home. The morning that Gam was to go to school, I met her and her mother at the taxi station. There was a young man from the village with them. I didn't think anything of it. Two days later, Kara received a phone call from the school saying that Gam wanted to return home. The story slowly unfolded. Gam had been dating the young man without her parents' consent. When she left, he started drinking alcohol and said he wouldn't stop until she returned to be with him. Her mother told her to stay in school. But Gam's heart had already fallen for the young man, and she decided to return home. Shortly after Gam's return, the young man had asked for her hand in marriage, and Champri agreed. This put Kak in a difficult position. If she didn't offer the appropriate animal sacrifices for the wedding, she would be blamed the next time someone in the village got ill or died. She was under great pressure to stop going to church and return to worshiping the spirits. Sadly, the pressure was stronger than her faith in God, and she gave in. This chain of events have been very difficult for CAC and for us as well. All we can do is continue to pray for her and her family. We still work to keep up our friendship with CAC, but CAC doesn't open up to Kara like she used to. We are praying that CAC will give her heart back to Jesus and will be strengthened as a result of this experience. Please join with us in praying for CAC, Champri, and their children. Take the world, but give me Jesus All its joys are but a name Blood is love, abideth ever Through eternal years the same Oh, the heart and depth of mercy Life of
Discouraging for the Greenfields to see their precious friends slip away from Jesus. Yet as Kak's spiritual life was fading away, God's Spirit was drawing another Penang lady into their lives and into the joy of salvation. Daniel's third sketch is titled, Home Church. May Siort is a Penang lady who cleans her school. She lives about a quarter mile from Kak's house. One day, she answered an invitation to come to church from one of our teachers, and she really enjoyed the experience. As we became closer friends, we could see that the Holy Spirit was working on her heart. One Sabbath, one of her family members happened to be sick in the hospital, and she asked if the local church planter and I could come and pray for the man. So, after the church service, we all went to the hospital and prayed for him. He was discharged the following week, and we went to visit him in his home. Encouraged by his receptivity, we made a couple more follow-up visits. Meanwhile, after going to church for several months, Mate Seort told Kara that she had some family and friends who were interested in coming to church but were quite shy. Kara encouraged her to bring her friends and family to try it out. One Sabbath, Mate Seort brought a young lady with her. Our church members, most of whom were Kamai, eagerly welcomed the young lady and made her feel at home. Back at her village after church, the young lady's Penang family and neighbors wanted to know how the Khmer people had treated her. Thankfully, she was able to give a good report. You never know when your small actions will later have consequences that can affect other people in their journey to Jesus. After this, Macy Ort invited us to start a small meeting at her house on Sabbath with her other Penang family and friends. We're excited that these people have come to us and are asking to study the Bible. Please pray that Satan and his angels will be bound and that the Spirit of Christ will permeate and bless these gatherings. One thing I wanted to add to this story is that when Maceor found out about the Sabbath, she was just ecstatic. She had been going to a local Sunday church with other Penang in in her village. And there had been some issues with the pastor, and so they had ended up leaving the church. He was pretty much charging people to attend church. As a result, she was used to a day of worship, but she had never realized that the Bible had said clearly that we're to worship on the Sabbath, that the seventh day is the Sabbath. And so once she found that out, she was just ecstatic. 
She was excited to learn about the Sabbath, and she was going and telling her family members and her friends about the, the Sabbath and the, the true day of worship. It was, it was just amazing watching her that when she found out about Bible truth, she took it and shared with her friends and family about that and there there was no stopping her and so it was it was really really a beautiful thing to see since these stories have been written um cac is pretty much in the same place she doesn't have a whole lot of interest in spiritual things but it's kind of interesting because her daughter Gam has gone on to marry this guy and they have a little baby and she's started to take a little bit of an interest in spiritual spiritual matters and so please continue praying with us for um, Kak and Champri and their family as well as Gam and her husband and, and, and little little boy because uh, there's there's no telling how the Holy Spirit's going to work on their hearts and Interceding on their behalf is probably one of the most important things we can do for them at this time. Thank you. Are you enjoying the stories presented on Frontier Missions Journal? Are you tuning in each week and you wish you could have more? Well, you can. Adventist Frontier Missions offers a monthly magazine full of frontline mission stories. Free. That's right, free. All you have to do is point your browser to afmonline.org, scroll down to AF Magazine, and select the Get It Free link. Your complimentary subscription will begin the following month. That's afmonline.org. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless.